Hey, happy Friday. Welcome to the three things I learned. SaaS Sports Tech and Live events, June 23rd, 2023. Number one, selling out, it's bad advice and it's everywhere right now. You know, there's a number of gurus out there, recently led by someone I really admire a lot, Scott Galloway, offering the advice that chasing your passion is an outlier game meant for billionaires, which means that new grads are better off pursuing what we're good at. You know, it's a really important topic for me as I once had to make the decision to keep doing what I was good at, which was a safe job at a big stable company at News Corp, or to jump ship and take a big risk on a short-term job in the sports market. Thank you to Jerry Maguire for debuting at just the right time in my life that I wanted to pursue sports. As I've gotten more blessings and things of this world in this life, you know, I've had the opportunity to spend time with people who are considered very successful by the world. And as mentioned here before many times, many of them are just miserable. You know, they're stuck in fuzzy handcuffs. They, they believe they did what they were supposed to do. And then once they caught the rabbit, they realized that they don't even want the rabbit. Sure, they have some fun stuff that they play with on the weekends, but given how impressive Scott is, and I really admire his content, I think he's very wrong on this. You know, I really do love my job a lot. If he had put that content out and I had come across it in my early 20s, I might not be here doing what I'm doing. And, and that's why I'm so outspoken about it. We only get to go around this carousel one time, and I'm really glad that I'm doing it on the pony I chose and not the path of least resistance. You know, work is so much of our lives. Open up your calendar, look at your work hours versus everything else, and I'd really like to spend it on something that I really care about. And by that, I mean something that I'll do for the rest of my life, even when it's not for money. So when I retire, I'm not going to be done with it for good. Number two, learned a lot more lessons from you, Sport, this week as we all missed the point in the original Karate Kid. Well, at least Mr. Miyagi did, but I think the rest of us did. Beating someone doesn't prove anything, it doesn't change anything, and it actually makes us all worse. You know, I was talking to some parents this week about what's going on in kids' lives and our kids' lives, and it gave me a revelation that I'm ashamed to see earlier. You know, we were discussing what happens when kids are talking crap to each other and when we view other kids as not being, you know, great. And this comes up in our work life, too. And the advice that both these dads had given to their sons was, well, then just go beat them and they'll shut them up. But will you? I mean, I've heard that advice a lot. This isn't new. It's something that's really common. It's the entire premise of the movie for most of us. You know, the ridiculous, you're all right, LaRusso scene at the end. You know, let's just forget how we tortured you for months. Let's just move on. But what does beating somebody achieve? So we beat them in sports. We beat them in business. Does that make us, does that make us right? Better? Does it justify anything? Does it make the world a better place? Does it help us be loving or help change? Or does it just make us feel better personally while the vanquished change nothing about what they're doing? You know, Michael Jordan's documentary was very popular. Does that make him better when he beats everybody? Because he does. I mean, I watched his documentary and I can say with certainty I want absolutely nothing to do with being like Mike. Or like Steve Jobs. Or, or, or. There's a lot of examples. All it does is take us from being an asshole to being an asshole who won at sport, business, whatever. Trust me, I know. I won a lot when I was a kid and I was an asshole. And I'm really ashamed of all that. You know, I've never once seen someone change their feelings about someone or their actions after they lost to them. In my experience, it's actually when the good guy beats the bad guys, it just makes the bad guys worse. They come back more intense. Try spending some time with high schoolers this, these days. I mean, I've been with them for 20 years. They just ramp up the venom in ways that would make William Golding blush. Winning is great. I really like it, but not at all costs. And it improves just about nothing. Just about everyone who changed the world for Christ was murdered. Ten of the disciples, Paul, I give a number of examples. The world beat them. What did that achieve? It's a work in progress for me. I'm going to try to get better at it. Finally, well, not finally. We have four today. Number three, SaaS is hurting, and the buyers know this and are flexing. You know, we do multi-year deals for our software. We do this because, like most SaaS organizations, we lose quite a bit of money on new customers for quite a while before we get paid back. 
and then we eventually turn a profit. This is the gross margin payback period, a standard key performance indicator people use. Never before has there been more insistence on one-year deals from the other side. We see it everywhere now. It used to be asked for from time to time, but now it's everywhere. And I believe there's two reasons for this. One, SaaS is hurting so badly that many of the smaller companies who just burned a ton of money and aren't in a good spot right now are seeding and doing one-year deals. That's bad for everyone. It's bad for the vendor and it's bad for the customer. You need vendors who are healthy that can provide the services that you need. And two, you know, as they get more desperate, the vendors, in the face of heavy churn, now they're doing just about anything to stop churn. The SaaS crunch, you know, it hasn't hit us at Ticket Manager yet, thank you God. Don't take that for granted. But we're seeing a change out there, which leads to advice from something I learned, point of the three things, don't do bad deals. It's better to do no deals than to do bad deals. And finally, number four, we talked last week about how LinkedIn has gotten pretty cringy and I've fallen for it. Um, but some, some element of self-promotion or somebody else promoting the idea is necessary. Uh, I'm currently reading A Short History of Nearly Everything by Bill Bryson. And he highlights a number of super impressive people who didn't get accolades due to a total lack of self-promotion. Isaac Newton was the largest example of this. He sat on breakthroughs for 20 plus years. It reminds me personally of Jeff Clark when he found and surfed Mavericks for 10 years before he told anyone else. You know, self-promotion on social might be cringy, but there seems to be a need for it to a certain extent. That's it for this week. We hope we catch everybody next week on The Three Things.